Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amen at charis.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at charis.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Father, thank you. Thank you for giving us your son so that we can become your sons. Thank you for giving us yourself so that we can be filled with you. As we hear your word, let your spirit enter into us. Let there be healings. Let there be deliverances. Let there be turnarounds. Let there be conviction. Let the lost be saved. Let the sinning be convicted. Let the confused receive direction. Let the heavens be manifested. Let your kingdom come. Let your presence be felt. And let your power be seen as you give witness to the delivery of your word. Let our faith come alive. In the name of Jesus, wherever, whoever is joining us right now, all around the world, listening to this message on the internet, we pray in the name of Jesus, let your spirit enter them as well. Let your spirit affect everyone who is listening to this word now. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you believe that God is good to you, lift up your hand and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. I believe you can shout a louder hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I still believe you can do a better one. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, this month's faith seminar, the theme is Did God Say? Let's all say that together. Did God Say? Did God Say? And this evening session, I want to take my time and ask God permission to focus more on the word of his power. The word of his power. The word. Let's all say the word of his power. Bible says that all things came, Bible says that by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Right, so everything that comes to be, comes to be by God's word. Everything that came to be, came to be and watch that, that by inference it means that everything that would be would be based on God's word. Hallelujah. And but the scriptures say that the just shall live by faith. This is a scripture we cannot get or dissociate ourselves from or get away from. The just shall live by faith. Let's all say that together. So everything that happens in life, so long as God is concerned and so long as the people of God or the just is concerned, it only happens based on faith. Right. So if God can help you all he looks for is faith. Because faith makes it possible with God. What did I say? Faith makes it possible with God. So we all know God is omnipotent. But his potency does not show up everywhere. 
<laughs> That's my own coin word. In other words, God, God has all power. All right, by his all powerfulness does not show up everywhere. Because the only thing on earth that allows his power to be manifested is faith. So if you have faith, you are en route to manifestations. So Jesus, as we heard earlier on by Pastor Awo, in Luke chapter 8 verse 48, Jesus said, it's unto you according to your faith, or your faith has gotten it done for you. Right, Luke chapter 8, verse 48. He said to her daughter, Be be of good cheer, your faith has made you well. He didn't say, I have made you well, your faith has made you well. Faith will do the job for you. (laughs) Faith Faith. will sort you out. That's why I said, The just shall live by faith. It's quite sad that we say, People, what's your faith? Christian, but yet people have the Christian faith, but don't walk by faith. There are too many Christians who are not walking by faith, so they they make the power of God not able to manifest in their lives. But tonight, I see someone experiencing God's power, not because not because. We, we are declaring something powerful, but because your faith is going to make it happen. Yes. You see, when your faith says yes, it doesn't matter who else says no. When your faith says, oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Let's say you're a mother, you have a child or a son or a daughter. You see, when you have a teenage son or a teenage daughter or a husband or a wife who is an adult, or you have a child or a son or a daughter who is, let's say, mid-twenties, and he's bringing you all, he's 21, he decides not to go to school, he messed everything and doesn't want to work, you know, at best you'll be ailing in your heart, bothered, but you can't do much. Do you understand what I'm saying? If your husband or your wife is not behaving properly, all you can do is complain, 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 or if your husband does not love you and is not behaving properly, all you can do is complain, complain, complain. The more you knock, sometimes the more sometimes they misbehave, or vice versa. But guess what? When you engage the power of faith, when your faith says yes, no one can say no. Yes. You get what I mean? All right. So instead of trying to make people do things for you which you know they are supposed to which you know is your entitlement, don't be pushing people too much. Push God buttons. Find a word and stand on the word. People naturally will begin to. Because everything came to be by his word. Everything. So once you find a word, everything begins to, once you stand on the word, everything comes under, under control. As long as God's word is concerned. Somebody say hallelujah. So it says the just shall live by faith. That man is the just that shall die without faith. <laughs> Doctors can tell you you die. Tell them, my friend, my faith. I will live by faith. You are also telling me. So if, if you see, doc, Pastor, it is not doctors that keep us alive. No. Yeah. No. Too many people are dying in the hospital. Too many people are dying after they've seen the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people are taking the same prescriptions and they are dying. 
but the just shall live by faith. I still stand here with unmitigated audacity to dare you say that no one has the right, no one has what it takes, if you're a man or a woman of faith, to tell you whether you can give birth or not. No one, no one can have that authority, audacity to look at you, a man or a woman of faith, and tell you that you are going, you, you can't be healed. No, no one defies the outcome of your destiny if you're a man or woman of faith. Stay in the word. And the word will change your world. Yes. Hallelujah. So in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, it says, The judge shall live by his faith. Say his faith. His faith. Say my faith. My faith. Now, I, I, I found out something when I was studying that in the, in the scriptures, see, faith is so personal. Faith is so personal. It works for you based on your faith. All right. When you look at Matthew chapter 9 verse 22 and then Matthew 9:22 quickly I want to show you something. It says that Jesus Jesus turned around and when he when he saw her he said, "Be of good cheer, daughter, your faith has made you well." Your faith who, whose faith? What has made her well? Her faith. Her faith. Not the faith of the other people. Your faith. All right. Look at verse 29. Verse 29 of Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Jesus said, Then he touched his eyes, touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be. Verse 30 says, And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. So he said, They are blind men looking for healing. All right. So when you read earlier on, um, from verse 28, And when he had come into the house, the the blind man came to him and Jesus said, do you believe, do you believe, say do you believe? believe. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? And do you know what they said? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. All right. Someone say yes, Lord. Lord. They were following Jesus. Jesus, we need healing. Jesus said, do you believe I can do this? They said, yes, Lord. Jesus said, okay. If you believe that I can do it, look at it. Then Jesus said, be it unto you according to your faith. So, Pastor, Jesus was looking for something from them in order to help them. They were following Jesus. They were coming to prayer meetings. They were going to, they were doing everything. And Jesus, they they were crying, Jesus, Lord Jesus. So Jesus looked at them. He said, do you, do you believe that I'm able to do this for you? They said, yes, Lord. Someone said, yes, Lord. Lord. And Jesus said, that yes, Lord, you have said, the faith in it is what will determine how the outcome. So Jesus said, be it unto you according to your faith. It's your faith that will help you. The just shall live by his faith. Habakkuk 2.4. The just shall live by his faith. His faith. His faith. Your faith will help you. Sometimes you just have to focus on what your faith and what God's word has said based on your faith and keep going. Ignore all the others. Because there will be contrary situations and contrary circumstances that will want to challenge. Like Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. The devil came to them and said that did God say? Did God really say you shouldn't do that? Have you thought about it very well? Do you think this thing works? Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field. 
which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, the serpent, that's why some shops, when you go, you see snakes, snake leather, snake shoes, leather, snake leather. <laughs> the serpent is still speaking. And he likes speaking to women. <laughs> In the shops. <laughs> you will see that she said, did God say you, your credit card cannot really buy this shoe? <laughs> Don't you think you've paid enough tithe? You can wave it next month you pay. This shoe needs you. <laughs> the serpent, like Bible said, he was the most cunning of all the creation. So the devil uses cunning devices. Bible says that take on the shield of faith by which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Right? And it says that put on the whole armor of God, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, so that you'll be able to withstand against the wiles. The devil has tricks. Tricks. Tricks and tactics. He will trick you. Verse 11 talks about put on the whole armor of God then you'll be able to stand against the wiles. Wiles, the tricks of the devil. He has tricks. So the devil had to use the most cunning one. And the devil, Satan, came to the woman and he spoke to them and said, Did God really say? And both the man and the woman fell to the tricks of the devil. It's not only the woman. Leave that girl alone. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's both man and woman. All right. But it came to the woman, and both of them acquiesced or succumbed. It's, it's, it's trickery. So the just, Bible says, the just shall live by his faith. All right. So I found out from, the, from scriptures. Look at Mark 5, 34. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Did you see that? We've seen in Matthew, we've seen in Mark, we've seen in Luke. The same thing, Jesus said the same thing. Your faith has made you well. Matthew chapter 15, verse 28. Quickly, I want to show you how your faith will work for you. Your faith will work for you. So the devil, if he wants to destabilize you, he will try and attack your faith. He will use enemies. Sometimes he can use people whose faith is down so that he can destabilize your faith because the whole thing is so personal. It's so personal that he can use anyone closest to you who doesn't have faith. So if you're a woman and a man of faith, you you have to be careful who your close allies are. Because it will invariably affect you. The devil didn't have to come to them at the same time. He had to start with the woman and invariably affect the man who was in love. Matthew chapter 15 verse 28 says that then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. Do you see that? And her daughter was made, was healed from that very hour. So Jesus said, let it be to you as you desire. Great is your faith. He was talking about faith. All right? Jesus will speak, the woman will speak back, and the woman was speaking based on her faith and her demand. She placed a demand on the anointing of God by her faith. By her faith. Yeah. I said by her faith. Yeah. In, finally, in Mark chapter 10, verse um, 50, 52, Mark chapter 10, verse 52, this is talking about blind Bartimaeus. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Something has made you well. Your medication is very powerful. <laughs> he said, go your way. For what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. From all these points I've showed you, faith 
they are, it was their faith that helped them. This, when Jesus was around, there were a lot of other people who were sick, but not all of them tapped into his power or his anointing like these guys did. They, this guy did not wait for him to utter a word. They defined when they were going to be healed, when they were going to get their miracle. They defined it because of faith. When your faith is in place, you don't, you don't become a victim in life. You are not under the command of anything apart from God's word when your faith is in place. Romans chapter 1 verse 17, as you all know, said the just shall live by faith. Let's all say that together. If you have faith, you say it properly. Hallelujah. Say it again. The just shall live by faith. All right. So the just shall live by faith. In Galatians chapter 3 verse 11, it says the just shall live by faith. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38, it says the same thing four times. The just shall live by faith. We live by faith. We live by faith. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7, it says we walk by faith and not by sight. What are you looking at? What is occupying your memories or your, your mind, your focus? What is capturing your focus? So we live by faith or we walk by faith. So in other words, if you walk looking at something else, you are, you are likely to crash. And then you end up saying, God, where are you? Where is God? God has been where he is when Adam and Eve sinned. He has been where he is when Jesus died and he'll still be where he is when your faith is working or when, when you don't activate, activate your act of faith. God will be where he is, always been. So it's your faith that makes the difference. He says that those who be of faith, the same are blessed with Abraham. So when God was blessing Abraham, he had you and I in mind who will walk by faith. The same. Abraham was not supposed to have a child by all medical um, deductions. He couldn't have a child. But because of faith. faith. You see, I told you, when you have faith, no one, no one can tell you how far you can go or how far you cannot go. As for you, this is where you belong. No one can pin you anywhere because when you have a faith, the whole world is your palace. You're everywhere. We shall reign with him, but for he has made us kings and priests. Hallelujah. Amen. I see someone's faith coming alive. Amen. Have you realized that what you haven't received from God has a lot to do with your faith condition? It hasn't got to do with God or um, the, a prophet who hasn't prophesied on you or a particular prayer you have not prayed or which hasn't been prayed for you on you. That's not the problem. The problem is the faith. But why is it that my faith is not there? It's what you have been listening to. <coughs> what you listen to determine the kind of faith you're praying. What you, as Eve, went to listen, she went to listen to the devil. The devil came speaking to her. She gave the devil audience. And then she, she concluded that what the devil is saying makes some sense. <laughs> and today look at us. Eve. Can you imagine? All this Osama Bin Laden and ISIS and all, they are all because of Eve. Adam and Eve. But God thought, God knew that it's not fair that Eve should do all that for you to suffer. So he opened the floodgates and opened the favor that now it's according to your faith. If you want, jump out of it. Right. And leave the rest. So it's like we are all, we are all in a jumbo jet which is going to enter into the ocean. Yeah. 
to be missing. And they open, <laughs> they open the doors for you. They say, anyone who is ready, just take a parachute and jump out. So you know, you can't blame anybody that no one helped me. The parachute is your faith. Grab it. Jump out. By faith. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. You see, man was not made to be a victim. Man was not created to be a victim. Your marriage is supposed to work. I didn't hear you. Your family life is supposed to work well. People are supposed to look at you and want to be like you. Things are supposed to work for you. So what's the problem? Faith is the problem. Lack of faith. Jesus said, beat unto you according to your faith. Praise the Lord. At this juncture, may I ask God's faith? What did you say? Faith is what? <laughs> Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Hebrews Hebrew, Hebrew chapter 11 verse 1. It says that. Let's all read it out loud. I want you to read it out loud like you're a believer. Now, okay, so two things that faith is from here. One, what is faith? Hopustasis, the Greek word, substance. Substance. Say, faith is a substance. As I taught you, the great reformers, the three aspects of faith, the saving faith, or the faith that just lives by, three aspects of faith. You remember the notitia, ascensus, and then fodukia. Notitia, notai, it has to do with the content, the data. So faith is something. Faith is not some, oh, oh. Oh, pie in the sky. <laughs> faith is substance. Faith is tangible. Faith is fact, factual. So it's not that, it's not that, okay, you're having, um, like you see our brother who was healed of diabetes recently. You see, okay, say you have diabetes. Yeah, it's there. They can prove it. All right. But so how does faith come into it? God also said you are healed. So it's not like you are wishing. No. It's a fact. That's the document. It says that you are healed. So it's a substance. Substance of your healing, which is actually a reality. And you have to connect your faith or connect, release your belief and your heart into that. And with time, you begin to actually experience what has been written in God's word. So let someone say faith is substance. Not only substance. From the text, faith is also something else. Evidence. Faith is evidence. You can stand in any court so long as intelligence is concerned and prove why you have the audacity to believe what you believe. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. As long as God has said it, did God say that's all you need? So the substance of your faith, the evidence of the evidence of the things you are hoping for has everything to do with has God said? Did God say? If God, oh, if God says, then that is substance because, watch this. Oh, I'm going ahead of myself, but let me say it. What is faith? Substance of things. What is faith? Is the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things. Say, how does faith come? From Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Oh, come on, come on. You don't know what it says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17? All right, let's all read it together. Let's go. So then. Hearing by what? 
The word of God. Alright, so if God's word is what brings faith and faith is substance, that means when God speaks, he speaks substance. When you hear God's words, it's not just some, something your ears are picking up. It's not just words. It's substance. They are spiritual substance. Substance for making things. Hallelujah. Now, I also wrote a few things down what the definition of faith, and I want us to look at it, and it all ties into the same substance. So, faith, number one, faith is substance, which means, which is also faith is an evidence, okay? Faith is substance. So, if you say you have faith, that means that you have evidence. If you say you have faith, that means that you have, you have the substance. Bible says that he saw, seeing that the man had faith to be healed. The man had the substance, the evidence that his healing was ready. Right. Now, number two, faith is putting all your trust in God and his word. That's faith. When we say have faith in God, what we are saying is put all your trust in God and his word. Put all your trust in God. Don't do it half-heartedly. Don't do it, you know, maybe. Well, let me try and see. Those who try, don't find when it comes to God. If you try, you don't discover. You just go and just put your, your trust in it. Just put all your hope. You, when it comes to faith, you put all your eggs in one basket. You put all your eggs in one basket. That's faith. And so faith, faith is putting all your trust in God and his word. All right. You can't say, I trust God, but as for his word, what the word says, just Bible. <laughs> Some people behave like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let, when, 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 when Satan is about to deceive them, you know what they say? He says, now let's face reality. What is that, that reality? Then where does God is real enough? Tell someone, the word is my reality. So stop saying, let's face reality. It depends on what you mean by reality. Let's face, what, what, what other reality? What other reality are you talking about? And so, faith is really taking God's word. It's two, two ways. Two ways. And when you walk by what every other person walks by, things may work or may not work. Because it's like medication. They give you the medication hoping that it will work. No doctor gives you medication knowing that that's all. It's just, this thing is complicated. He gives you the medication hoping that it works. So they tell you that go and try this. Go and try this. If you live like the way everyone lives, then you are vulnerable to what everyone is vulnerable to. Mm. Do you understand that? You may not die. Because not everybody is dying. So you may not die. But you, you don't enjoy certain immunities and exemptions. When you walk by faith, your immunity is divine. The exemptions you enjoy is divine. You enjoy divine exclusivity. In scripture it said, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. God actually personally gets involved, takes care of matters regarding your life. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I believe that this thing could have gotten worse or could have been bad had it not been for praying. Our sister said, my son was in school and someone took uh, the, the, the sharpener and the, the, the sharp bit dis- detached it and it became a blade and practically was trying to cut him and cut his cloth but didn't touch his body. And someone said, oh, yes, it's just by accident. No, I believe an angel had to go in there and block from it. Because can you imagine, it could have cut him and he would have ended up in hospital. You are home. They said, the school has called you. Sorry, ambulance has rushed your child to hospital. Can you, ah, why, why? The devil is a liar. 
The devil is a liar. You see, you see, so but these are some of the things that we take for granted. We take for granted because listen, well, oh, that's what I'm all I'm trying to say is that if you live and think like how everyone thinks, you will become vulnerable like how everyone is vulnerable. I know terrorist bomb can detonate anywhere I show my I show up. I know. Why, why are you saying that? Are you Superman? Don't you know that already? <laughs> I am. It can happen because I am around. And when I come, I come with an encampment of angels. I come with an encampment of angels. Now, you can, you see, you can choose to live your life by that or you can choose to live your life like everyone. Well, let's believe God that our security officers will do a good job and protect me so that nothing can touch me and you are going. But then, hey, maybe they, when, they are, they, when they want to blast anywhere and it's happening somewhere, if you happen to be there, maybe that's just your fortune or that's your Lord. And the devil is a liar. I know that me, my children, my wife, and the members of this church cannot just be anywhere. Yeah. I know it. Hallelujah. Why are you talking like that? Anybody at all, this can happen to anybody at all. You see, it's because of what you live your life by. It's because of what you live your life by. That's why you are saying that things can happen to... Who told you things can happen to anybody at all? Oh, but... but uh, Okay, there are people who also die. They are even... They have more faith than you. You, are, you, are, you, are, you, don't, you don't know what you are talking about. Do you, can you measure... Do you have a faithometer to measure my faith? Uh-huh. <laughs> Faith has not got to do with how old you have been in the, in the right. church. How long you've been. Faith has not got to do with that. Faith is instant. Because you shall live by faith. Yesterday's faith is not good enough for today's life. So maybe I know of somebody who, was, who is a senior or who is doing well. He left by amazing faith yesterday. But today, when he was unwell, he couldn't exercise the faith he was. Because he, maybe he was listening to some, too many people. And me, I didn't know, I've not listened to anybody. So my faith is so fresh. So at that instant, I can receive heavenly delivery with, with, with speed. Then that, because that is, that is how it works. And I'm, listen, brothers and sisters, I am telling you here that I just cannot die. It's like they chop your leg off because your leg has been cut in a train. And something. No, that's what I'm talking about. Is that what you want? Where in the Bible did you see that? So if you have not seen it in the Bible, why do you want to accept it? If you haven't seen it in the Bible, why do you want to accept it? Did God say it? If God hasn't said it, what is your problem? Leave it aside. Because we are we are working on what God has said. For it is written, that says the Lord. That is what we live by. Shout yes. yes. And he said, he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. He said it, and why can't I live by that? And you want me to settle on what? You know, chances, we are all, you and who are all human beings. Is a woman not, Obama not a human being? Yes. When there's hurricane and things that, did you hear that? Obama too is. Uh, you don't hear those things. You don't hear those things. They said there's Ebola in Africa. Do you think everybody was getting it? No. Most of those top top politicians, they, they are not where we near. So you see, some people are different. Yes. So you can also choose 
to be in a different species, those God has selected. And that one is not because someone is a pastor, someone is a bishop, someone is a pope. Those things don't matter. Because titles, there are no entitlement in titles. Your title doesn't guarantee your entitlement. It's your, oh, it's your faith. 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 Someone shout, I believe. Shout, I believe. Hallelujah. One of the things I just can't take, pardon me, please, forgive me, but I will say this unapologetically. One of the things I just can't take is for a believer a Christian woman or a Christian couple for someone to say you can't give birth. I just can't take that. I just can't take that. I just can't take that. Because it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. You have to rise up against certain, certain pronouncements and certain endorsements upon negative endorsements. You have to rise up against it. No, I can't accept this. I can't accept that my child is going this way. I can't accept that. One of our sisters, when she was pregnant, they said, you may have to abort the baby because Down syndrome or something. And they actually encouraged her. They took her through counseling. She said, no. She came to me. I said, don't worry. Today the baby, when you see, she's, she's so beautiful. She's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the baby there. That's the baby there. Because she refused. She refused to submit her herself to what they were saying. They will say it. And it's not, it's not because they are wrong or they, are, they, they hate you, but they are speaking about rea- one reality. There is another reality which is higher. Higher reality. There is a higher reality. So why do you allow people to bully you and push you to live by a lower reality? When they say there's credit crunch. Yes, it just affects certain masses, but not everybody. A lot of people wouldn't even feel it. Some people actually, they made more money. Yes. Unemployment rate is very high. Some people, companies were begging them to come. While others were being laid off. Some people were being... So, you have to define where you stand. Please, don't add yourself to everybody. Once upon a time, Jesus was moving, Mark chapter 5. He was going to the centurion's house. And the Bible says that a woman, a woman came from behind the press. Luke chapter 8, Mark chapter 5, Matthew chapter 9. The woman came from behind the press and she said within herself, if I can, I may but only touch the hem of his garments, I will be made whole. And she certainly, Jesus said, the, the woman touched Jesus. Jesus said, who touched me? You know, everybody, Peter said, for heaven's sake, master, everybody's touching you. That's so evil. You are in the middle of the crowd. And you don't have special bodyguard. You don't have special bodyguard. So many people. Now, Jesus, you are taking this thing too far. You know, Peter was quick, always quick to talk. I'm sure Jesus looked at him and ignored him because he didn't know what Jesus was talking about. And Jesus stood, was looking for who touched. You can't imagine. He was going. Bible said that the crowd was thronging. The multitude, they were thronging him. Multitude. Say multitude. They were thronging him. And then he's saying, who touched me? He stood and said, who touched me? Oh, man. It's like, watch, it's like I'm standing here. I, I tell Pastor Oda, I don't like what's going on. He said, what? He said, people are looking at me. <laughs> yeah, someone said, then I tell Pastor somebody's looking at me. Ah! We are live on internet. 
look at the number of people here. And the life congregation, and I'm, I'm telling Pastor, oh, no, someone is looking at me. <laughs> Obviously, you will know that there's something wrong with Pastor now. He's looking at me. That's the same thing. Multitude were thronging him, and Jesus stops. He stops. He stops. He said, Who touched me? Peter was talking in the realm of the lower reality. Jesus was talking in the realm of the higher reality. Because someone who was operating in a different frequency touched him and they connected in that frequency and he just knew. But those on the, on the lower plane, they didn't know what has gone on. None of them knew what had happened. None. Even not his immediate allies. Not his immediate folk. None of them knew what has happened. None of them. But Jesus and the woman and the woman. The woman was operating by faith so she, she moved herself from the lower plane into the higher plane. She changed her frequency. She changed her level. Faith is a level changer. I see someone's level changing. I see someone's level changing. From this day forward, I see someone's level changing. Regarding marital issues, regarding financial issues, regarding career matters, I see someone's level is changing. In the name of Jesus, your level is changing shout hallelujah praise the Lord oh so faith is putting all your trust in God and his word Satan came to them and he said to them did God Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 look at it again Genesis 3 1 he says has God indeed said? It's like, what on earth will make a God who's supposed to be good say something like this? Has God in this? You have to think about this, you know. Think about this very well. Reconsider it. Reconsider it. But you know, the woman or Adam and Eve, there was something in them which was always looking for that opportunity. So Satan appealed to that side of them. And they reacted from that side. And shut down. The reality of God. So. They, they, they conformed. To the demands of the enemy. The enemy came with promises. He said listen. This is what God has said. But there is no guarantee that it will work. God has spoken that you should be giving tithe. There is no guarantee that this thing. That's what is making you get the new job. Because you would have gotten that job anyway. How many of you have been in that situation before? Where you sow a seed and maybe two days afterwards, your boss calls you and he says, you know there was some money we are supposed to pay back to you. We are giving it to you. Now the devil, right there, your spirit will tell you, you see it was good you obeyed God. But the devil, later on you become, the devil will come and say, do you know what? Even if you have not given, the thing was coming anyway. <laughs> I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. He says, it's coming anyway. Don't just spiritualize this. It was coming anyway. It's not the, it's not, it's not the, the, the tithe you, you gave or the, that special offering you gave that has suddenly, suddenly opened the door. It was coming anyway. So the devil always has a way of explaining away the hand of God with certain human level rationale. Not word based in a, a, a revelation. It's human level rationale. And that is, the, that is where masses live. Masses live in that realm. They live based using their minds, calculating things, and 
everything. It's based, it must be based on their own understanding. No wonder the scripture said, say in Proverbs chapter 3, verse, verse 5 verse 6, that trust in the Lord with all your might and lean not on your own understanding. That means you can have your own understanding and lean on it. All right. That's, it's human. It's natural. Everybody, everyone has an opinion. Is that true? Everyone, and you can make decisions based on your opinion. But unfortunately, some of our opinions are even not well matured. There are people who are just ignorant about some things. For instance, let's say, <laughs> there are young ladies who, a, 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 a gentleman can come their way, 20-year-old lady, or te, in fact, some now they're 40-year-old lady and stuff like that. But <laughs> a young man can come, come their way and tell them that, when as soon as I saw you, I realized you are the one. Everything about I love you so much. There's nothing I won't do for you. And suddenly her, her, her head begins to spin. Right. <laughs> oh, but he said he loves me. Hey. You can see all the danger signs. But he said he loves me. And then why is people begin to give you counsel? But he loves me. If I don't catch this one. My life will not be well. My life will not go straight. So, cheap thing. There are so many people, and then you fall to it, and then you begin to have all kinds of world wars. So, by the time you are at a certain age, you have had so many world wars. Now you can't even enjoy a proper relationship. Right. Am I speaking something? Yeah. Now, why does it happen to people like that? Some of them sometimes ignorance. <laughs> but some people will come to church and they see a brother. Hey, so this brother prays in tongues so much. I want to marry him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, 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 you will see. You will think that when he goes home, you will have to be singing Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so even our, our opinions can be so porous and so um, um, unhealthy. Let alone to be making decisions in our life purely based on our opinion or your other colleague's opinion. Your other friend. There are people who have broken relationships that would have been very healthy because their friends say, oh, this guy is not good. This guy is not good. This, leave him alone. And then when he left him, one of them went for him. And now they are happily married. And you are sitting there. You are waiting for your man to come one day. It's not happening. And you are, you, are, you are very embittered. And now you are envious. <laughs> Hallelujah. But there's one thing that you can't go wrong with. God's word. Because once God speaks, power is discharged. Right? So faith is, faith is putting all your trust in God and his word. Has God really said? Did God really? The devil added the really there. Really? Really? Why would God say something like, did God really? Hmm. You don't know. Hmm. And people will tell you, I've been around. I've been around. I've been around. So please, be wise. So. Hmm. <laughs> they call it wisdom. <laughs> they, 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 they're, not, they're not the phrase they use. Apply wisdom. And when they stand when they say that, they are mean, it's a carnal suggestion, you know. Apply wisdom. Typically, I'm a 33-year-old lady. I don't have a man yet. Say yet. Yes. And which, which is common with a lot of church sisters and church brothers. They always say, there's no one suitable for me in the church. <laughs> they always
when she usually say that, then oh, then all the ladies in the church, none of them is really my type. Meanwhile, you, you don't even look at yourself before you say what you are saying. <laughs> all the men in the church, none of them is my type. We can understand why. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, I'll bring someone from us. So, you said something like that. And then, so, you are not finding any man. And then, this old Christian woman, or Christian man, who said, then you see, you went to a party, and you see one of the guys, who was holding a bottle. <laughs> and the guy has some money, and he begins to show such uncontrollable interest in you. And then the next, two days later, he calls you. He says, you know what? I want us to meet. I mean business, you know. I mean business. If you want me to come to church, I'll come. I'll come, you know. And whilst he's saying that, he's blowing fuse. I'll come, you know. And then you go and talk to someone. And the person, listen. The person tells you, sister, you are, you are growing old. I think you believe in getting a godly man. But in this instance, you have to apply wisdom. <laughs> they tell you, you have to apply wisdom. You never know. He can change and become. They say he can. What if he doesn't? And he becomes a monster. Because you know, the truth is that there is a monster in everybody. There is a monster and an angel. Depending on which one you are feeding. <laughs> so they, they say things under the guise of wisdom. And when they say you have to apply wisdom, most, sometimes or most of the time, they are being carnal. It's just they are trying to use carnal deductions. But when you find what, like Bishop Oyedepo, I heard him say, when God called him to go into ministry, he went to a senior pastor. The man is a senior to listen to him. And he went to, he said, God has called me to go into ministry. So I'm um, full time. I'm leaving my job, everything, and I'm going to full-time ministry. And he says, the senior minister looked at him. He said, I hope you have saved some money first. And then Bishop Oyedepo said, I told him that even if I've saved some money, I'll finish it before I go. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what that senior minister said makes logical or makes sense. It makes sense. So you have to make sure you balance things properly so you don't get yourself. Now, it's the same Bishop Oyedepo who said, I heard him years ago, you know, I, my, I grew up in an atmosphere, my Christian life, of fire. And Bishop Oyedepo said something about 15 years ago, and I couldn't believe a bishop could say that. He said, I have never and I will never believe God to pay my children's school fees. Now, in, here, okay, we don't pay children's school fees. But in Africa, so like, okay, private school here, you will pay. He said, I, I have never, and I will never believe God to pay my children's school fees. And the explanation is, oh, when, so, when the term is about to start, I'm, oh God, please, I need money to pay me. No, no, you should be so responsible that before the term starts, you are prepared. So he believes in extreme responsibility. So he doesn't abdicate responsibility to God that God will take, sort it out. He has to work hard and make sure that his children are sorted. 
So this is a person talking like that. So you can't conclude that he's, he's just living in an unreal world. No, he's living in reality. He believes in that. But when it comes to faith, faith is actually a higher reality. Now, his, his premise for saying that is, he saw in the scriptures that Jesus said, when I send you, I ask you, don't take peace. Because a laborer is worthy of his high. No one goes to war at his own expense. That is the scripture he saw. And he stood on that. Now, another senior minister said, hey, brother, think, oh, take your peace. Go get some peace because maybe God didn't mean it literal. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? Did God say now, when God says, the dynamics change. The dynamics change, waiting for someone to execute. I see things changing in somebody's life. So faith, faith is taking, uh, putting all your trust in God, and then um, faith also is acting on or moving based on what God has said. So it's not just putting your trust in God. Remember, faith, faith is um, um, fodukia, okay? Fodukia is you are committing yourself to something and acting based on it. Acting. Action. Action. Someone say action. action. So faith, Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7, that by faith, Noah moved. By faith, Hebrews eleven seven, By faith, Noah being divinely warned of things not yet, say not yet seen. Not yet. Say not yet seen. Not yet. Say it again please. Not For the laughter louder. He was, he was one of things not yet seen. He moved with godly fear. Things not yet seen. They said rain is coming. At that time, it has never rained on the earth. And God said rain is coming. Not yet seen. But by faith, he moved because God has said. Because God has said. You don't have to wait for all the traffic lights to be green before you move when God speaks. When God speaks, move. Faith is moving. Taking a move. Taking an action. Or uh, acting on what God has said in spite of whatever. Once God says, I'm going to obey it. That's faith. I see someone's faith rising up. I see someone's faith rising up. Now, quickly, there is a a strong connection between faith and God's word. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more of God's word you hear, the more your faith comes alive. The more of God's words you hear, the more your faith comes alive. Psalm 33 verse 9 talks about how um, God, when God speaks, power is discharged. When God speaks, it is done. When Psalm 33 verse 9 said, for he spoke and it was done. He commanded and he stood fast. The word. The word. Say the word. The word. Right. So when God speaks... It is so. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, it talks about Jesus being the effulgence, express image of his, his, his glory. Okay, and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he speaks, power is discharged. Can you imagine? Everything in, in life is sustained because God said let there be. Give us the amplified version on the screen. Look at how the amplified puts it. He said that he, he he is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outrain or radiance of the divine. And he is the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature. Upholding, that's the page I want you to notice, upholding and maintaining and guiding and pro, uh, propelling the universe by his mighty word of power. The entire universe is upheld. The reason why the earth is hanging is because a word spoke it into hanging. And that same word is keeping it there. 
the word. So if Bible says in Genesis chapter, I like this bit. Anytime I'm preaching on the word of God and faith, and I get to this bit, I like it because it, it gets me excited. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, he said, and God said, verse 6, he said, and God said, verse 9, he said, and God said, verse 11, he said, and God said, verse 14, he said, and God said, verse 20, he said, and God said, verse 24, he said, and God said, verse 26, he said, and God said, verse 29, he said, and God said. He kept saying, and said, and it was, and said, and it was, and said, and then verse 31, then God saw that everything he had made, what did you mean? He wasn't making anything. He was speaking here. That's how he makes. That's how God makes. By speaking. But did, so that's why, did God say it? Then it's, it's done. Because that's how he makes things. By speaking. Was, look at so many times. And God said, and then God said, and then God said, and then verse 31, then God said that all he has made. Hey, has he been made any, making anything? Yes. So those who were sleeping and all were not living in the reality of God, they didn't know. They were waiting for God to start making. But he was already making by speaking. Making by speaking. Making by speaking. So find out what God has said, and once you discover it, he started making something in your life. Don't wait for a special prayer. Don't wait for a special word. Can you imagine there are times where a word of God is preached in church, and afterwards, someone comes to, thank God it doesn't really happen in Caris. someone comes to stand, man of God, what special word have you got for me? So all the what I said, you didn't hear anything? Wow. Oh, everything I said, you didn't hear anything. You want any special one? Thank God it doesn't happen here. When God speaks, his power is discharged. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 said, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. We understand by faith. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. There are invisible things that are responsible for what you are seeing. They're invisible things. And now when God speaks and when you catch on to God's word, you are going for the raw material. He didn't get it. You are going for the raw material. The, the, real, the actual substance behind the substances. The basic components. The basic constituents of, of that, of that uh, item it's God's word. So I don't know what you're looking for. So why do you go, hey, didn't think about it. He says that there was, I like the way my mother's like Dalek put it. There was nothing that was made, and nothing made that was made without the word. God never sidestepped the word to do anything. Like in some countries, particularly in third world nations, you don't have a driver's license, you need a driver's license. The normal route you have to take, if you know a brother inside there, he will, he will, he will use you to that. He said, no, bring the money, I'll just give it to him. He sort you out. So sidestep. Now, now, but I found out that so some people were doing something, you're not taking, even up to now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when was the last two years or so, someone was telling me that he, he met a certain guy, he said he, he was doing licenses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then now they were investigating them, so he stopped by. I said, how can you not? He said, oh, yeah, yeah. I met a certain lady. I was going to buy his, his, his street. He said his brother was the one who was. Wow. But thank God that our system sometimes sanitizes the yeah. system. They'll see it and quickly clear yeah. things. Like that. But human beings are fundamentally the same. 
It's the systems you, pray, you put in for them to operate in that will allow their color to show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I said? Yeah. Human beings, there are thieves everywhere. <laughs> there are thieves in the palace. There are thieves in the prison. Yes. <laughs> there are thieves in the market, at the marketplace, and there are thieves in the shopping mall. There are thieves in the hospital, and there are thieves um, in the church. Yes. Yes. Thieves everywhere. There are people who, by the grace of God, because you can't still, you have been able to suppress your kleptomania spirit. Because, or you came to church, an angel has, uh, or the spirit of the Holy Ghost has taken away the demon of theft. So we thank God. But some of you know that you used to steal a little bit. Yeah, steal. All the time, yeah. Now some of us who have even shoplifted before. When you are looking, you are wearing suits, sitting here. No, no, I don't mean you, you have been forgiven. It's that old you. Because if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creature. The old has gone. Behold, all things are becoming. Shout yes. All right, so when God speaks the word, power is discharged. And it's very important we understand that. That if God wants to help you, he will send his word. Bible says that in, in Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his world and healed our, their diseases. Now, in, I like this text I'm coming to quote. It's, you know, I, I was just studying my Bible and discovered like Matthew chapter 8 verse 8. It's, it's, not, it's not coincidental. Matthew chapter 8 verse 8. Look at what it says in Matthew chapter 8 verse 8. Then the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word and my servant will be healed. The word is enough. Did God say it, then I'm going home, it will be okay. I'm going home. I'm going. Did you hear that our sister say this the other time? She came, she said, Pastor, pray with me. I have a court case. My family member has a court case. Yeah. And the court case looks very disturbing. Yeah. And I just held her and I said, we made this a foolish case. Don't worry, go, it's done. So she went in the, in the strength of that word. The next day when they made the, the case, a foolish case. The very next day. Because she, took, she stood on the word. Now, when God said that the, the centurion said, only speak the word. Because when the word is issued, it's, it has power enough. It's creatorial. It creates. That's how God makes things. By speaking the word. And so when we talk about faith, faith is taking God at his word. In Romans chapter 3 verse 4, he said, let God be true and every man be a liar. Romans what? 3, 4. Romans 3, 4. He said, certainly not indeed. Let, let God be true and but every man a liar. So any other thing you hear, uh, as long as it, cont- it contradicts what God has said, let God's own be true. Because when God speaks, it is. I, I, I heard a certain pastor describe this and I like it. So um, this, this jacket is gray. Okay. What color is this? Gray. Or oh, this is even clear. What color is this? Black. Now, if God comes and God says, white jacket, stop thinking about the black. Because once God says white, it, it becomes white. Right. Once God says white, it's white. Do you understand that? So God, God's word is final. Nothing, there was nothing made that was made outside the word. John chapter, chapter 1, verse, I think verse 3. John 1, 1 says, the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The word was God. You can't separate God from his word. You, when God speaks, he has released himself. When God speaks, he has released himself. When you hear God's word, you have received God. 
You can't separate God from his word. It's the word of his power. When he speaks, power has been discharged. Power has been released. Hallelujah. Let me give you this last scripture and then uh, in closing. Because I'm just trying to get someone to understand how faith works, what faith is, and how faith goes with God's word. Right? You can't sidestep God's word and think you can have faith. That's not faith. That's wishful thinking. That is presumption. You are presuming. You are wishing it may be, but it's not faith. When we talk about Bible faith, we are talking about putting all your trust in God and his word. When we talk about Bible faith, we are talking about taking what God has said to be final and moving based on what God has said, in spite of the contrary conditions you see. Hallelujah. You like the scripture I'm going to quote because I like it very much. It gets me excited and that's, the, that's what I want to end with. But I'm wondering how we are going to end on this scripture because it's too powerful. In the book of Acts chapter 14, um, you know, as my custom is, usually I'm really going to verse 8. But I think it would be good to read from verse 1. Because the storyline in verse 1 is very powerful. Particularly verse 3. Verse 3 says a lot regarding what I'm teaching. But let's go to, from, uh, let's go to verse 1. What did I say? Acts, Acts 14 verse 1. There's a, a, it is a beautiful storyline. Those of you who are into um, script writing and movies... You have to learn something from this one. It's lovely. This is one of the best scripts you can think about. It's like we're about to watch a movie. Now it happened in Iconium that they went together to the synagogue of the Jews. So spoke that a great multitude, both Jews and of the Greeks, believed. You know, we have to speak for people to believe. That's one lesson. Speak. Don't be quiet. Tell them in the bus. Tell them in your school. Tell them in your, in your, your workplace. Tell them about Jesus. You, need, you have to speak so in such a way that people get the message and believe. Say amen. amen. Alright. So spoke. But verse 2. Ah, ah, it happens everywhere. It happens everywhere. Look at this. Verse 2. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the people. Uh-huh. You are preaching God's word. Somebody is watching somebody. Both man, yes. It happened. And then, you know what I thought? I said, ah! God must judge them. God must rain thunder of those people who are poisoning the other people's mind. I realized God didn't do that. God didn't do that. He doesn't have time for that. So sometimes, someone may be persecuting you, criticizing you. God will not mind them. If you focus on them, you'll be wasting your energy. And you can't even miss God. It's distraction. Because God, will not, may, God may not slap them. God may not judge them anyway. Later. Later. But God may not respond. And he will respond at a time you will never know he did. Or later like Paul. Paul observed, um, monitored, and supervised the killing, execution, stoning to death of Stephen. And later he himself changed. Stephen never knew. Till, I'm sure he saw in heaven. He died. God. God. Oh God. So, don't be distracted by people who don't like you. Because some people must not like you. (laughs) Why is that so? That is life. That's the way it is. Some people won't like you. Your wedding, they won't be happy about it. Your baby, they won't be happy about it. You've got a new job, they won't be happy about it. You've bought a new house, they won't be happy about it. You've got a new car, they won't be... Some people, sometimes they see your car packed. May God send angels to protect our cars. They will, they will, they will practically take key or sharpen and then scratch it like this. 
You, know, you don't know them. You've not done anything to them. That's wickedness, uh, human heart. Human heart. All right. So, so watch this. Bible says that the Jews, the Jews, they are just supposed to be religious. All right. So you have to be careful those who think they know about the things of God. They actually can easily spoil the things of God more. I've yeah, been around for long. I've been around for long. I understand these things. I'm a preacher. You know, when my mother was giving birth to me, she did it in the, in the church. I was born in the church, right in the church room. Later, a midwife came and took care of me. And, and since that, I've never left the church. I've been, so me, I know all these things you're talking about. You can and they, those people can be very dangerous. See, the Jews, verse 2, did you see that? But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the, Gentile, uh, the Gentiles and poisoned, I was surprised in the Bible, poisoned people's mind. Did you see that? What had the Paul done? They were rather preaching about people to be stable. Some other people to were poisoned other people's minds. And recruited, they were recruited. So don't be surprised, it happens in churches. I thought normally God should judge people. No, God doesn't do that. Look at what God did, verse 3. I like that. That's why everyone who is working with God, you have to know what your focus should be. Don't, don't focus on opposition because opposition doesn't matter. No opposition can oppose what God is doing. Watch this. Therefore, they stayed. Okay, but for, therefore, this is the therefore is even interesting. Because of the position, they chose to stay longer. Therefore, they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord. Who, watch this. You see what God did? You see what God did? You think God will be fighting the other people. He doesn't have time. This is what God does. Brothers and sisters, this is what God does. This is what God does. Put it on the screen, please. Put it back. What does God do? He bears witness to the word of his grace. Find the word, walk by the word, and he will confirm the word. He will bear witness to his word. He doesn't have time for opposition. What he has time for is his word. Have you got a word? Did God say? Did God really say? If he said it, he will back it. If God said he will back it, did he say he's your healer? Yes, then he will back it. Did he say he will deliver you? Yes, then he will back it. Did he say he will give his angels charge over you? Yes, then he will back it. Get that and hold on to it because that's what God will. And he said, God, look, everybody's against me. God, why don't you fight them? He won't mind you. He will watch them kill you. Yes. He can't. God. God can't move unless his word is activated or believed in. Jesus, heal us. Jesus, heal us. Do you believe that I can heal you? Yes, Lord. Okay. Then be it unto you. God only bears witness to his word because he has done it already. He has done it already. It's real. Your miracle, your healing, your breakthrough, your marriage, your children, your job. It's already released. It's real. It's there. It's there. But pastor, how do you know? He said, it is the substance of things hoped for. How can things that have been shown yet have substance? It's there. But you physically, it doesn't show up. But it's there. So faith is the substance of what is there. But hasn't manifested physically. That's why I said we walk by faith and not by sight. Because sight hasn't seen it, but faith has put it. Yes. This will be the last time Satan will have an upper hand over your life. This will be the last time Satan will have an upper hand over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shout and believe. 
Is someone getting something? He said, God working with them. God, they busily, they stayed there longer preaching the word boldly. And God was giving witness to his word. How did he do it? He was, to the word of grace, granting signs, wonders to be done by their hands. The same people who were facing opposition. So I realized God didn't do anything about the opposition, but he rather showed himself. He backed what they are saying. So that the decision is yours. Whether you poison your mind or they don't poison my mind, your mind is up to you to choose because the evidence is too clear that God is at work. So God doesn't, that's why, see, how many of you have met people who said, hey, I don't believe all, the, all these church, church things. How they say, so what's, what's one boy church? They say things like, I, I, won't, go at, I won't go to a church that I'm older than the pastor, but they will, go, they will fly in a plane piloted by their great grandchild. <laughs> They will go to a doctor to give them prescription injection, and the doctor tell me something. The doctor tell, but this doctor is you are far, far, far older than him. So where from all this kind of ideology? It's satanic, just to keep people in bondage. It's, it's, it's not true. All right, so it's very easy for people to dismiss God's word. The devil does that. The devil will tell you, God can't do this. It doesn't happen like that with God. Put it aside so he can get access to you. But God is blessing someone here. Amen. I said I see someone being blessed here. Amen. Oh my God, let's, let's, let's wrap up. Are you learning something at all? Yes. Alright, let's continue. This. this text is good. Now I've finished saying this big one. Let's go to the storyline. Acts chapter 14, verse, where are we now? Verse 4, isn't it? I'll finish 3. All right, Acts chapter 14, verse 4. All right. And then it says that, but the multitude of the city was divided, part sided with the Jews and part with the apostles. And when the violent attempt was made both, by both the Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers to abuse and stone them, they became aware of it. That's Paul and his colleagues, they became aware. You to believe before you call. Yeah. Alright, does that make sense? Yeah. That's why I say, you have to believe before you call. And then, then he said, and how shall they believe in whom of whom they have not heard? So you have to hear before you believe. Yeah. See, see that projection? Yeah. You have to hear, then you can believe, and when you believe, you can call. Alright, but it says that, and how shall they hear without a preacher? So the, for someone to hear, there must be a preacher like Paul. And when the preacher preaches and someone hears, then the man in Lystra who can also believe. And then and the faith comes. Because it, 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 go, 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 go to the next verse. Then it goes into a whole lot of, and how shall they say, how shall they preach except they are sent? Alright? Uh, unless they are sent. So everyone who is preaching the word of God must, must, must have the backing of God. You don't, I, for instance, if I want to, I, I don't know, some people do that, you know. They use the word of God. Paul says that we are not like them who, who so many, who peddle the word of God for profits. That, what I can't start to say, for we are not as so many peddling the word of God, uh, the word of God, but as sincerity of sincerity. And then 4.2, I think 2 Corinthians 4.2 also says something quite similar. All right. So it's very interesting that there are people, I can, pastor, I can't understand why a pastor should take the word of God teaching and his agenda is that today, when I finish teaching, I'm going to make you co- collect some serious offering. So the truth is, he has an agenda. Even though it's the truth of God's word, his motives are not sincere. He's peddling. 
you are using it for profit because he's trying to maybe he is planning or doing something maybe the hidden things not working in crafting it and handling the word of God deceit that's the one handling the word of God deceitfully so they are using God's word for their own selfish agenda aggrandizement and motives I can't understand why so that's what he says that you can't preach a word that will save someone if you are not sent in other words God only backs people who are preaching God's word or God's intention God's plan so if I'm teaching on faith, it's not because I'm teaching on faith because next week we are planning to um, buy a building and we want someone to just have faith to sow. All right. Now watch this. There's nothing wrong if we are coming to like praise night. All right. And I'm, t- I'm teaching on praise. That gives you a reason, a biblical reason for your faith to grow up to work on that. So in the same way, let's say we want to encourage people to give towards a, a, a project. There's nothing wrong to teach on giving so that people's faith on giving, biblical understanding can come alive. Right? So I'm not saying that when a, a, a subject is taught for people to act on it is wrong. But what I'm saying is that when there is a selfish agenda and a hidden agenda to try and make people so so like i've seen this gentleman let's say he's not married and this is my daughter and my i want my daughter to be married then he comes and prophesying to him i say i see god giving you a wife open your eyes open your eyes then i call her have you spoken to him because i feel god there's a connection there that's, that's wrong because i i want you to be married to my daughter because i know you have a bit of money i'm now handling the word of god deceitfully peddling the word of god for profit and god will judge me now, so he says that they can't preach unless they are sent. And that when you are sent, when you are doing it based on how God has impressed on your heart to do it, clearly without ulterior motive, then he said that then when people hear that, they will believe. And when they believe, they will call. And when they call, they will be saved. But look at verse 17. Let's go. go verse, we get to verse 14 or so. Romans 10, verse 15. Go to verse 15. Uh, go to verse 16. Look at verse 16. So you can think about what he's talking about. talking about a preaching that saves someone. A preaching someone head who believed and to be saved and calling on the name of the Believe, call on the name of the but, uh, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who have believed, I report. Go to the verse 17. This is what we quote a lot of the time. Then he said that faith comes. Okay. So then faith comes by hearing. Say hearing. hearing. No, this hearing is the same hearing in the verse, verse 14. How can they believe except they hear? Do you understand? How shall they call on him who have not believed? How does she believe in him whom they have not heard? So faith comes by hearing. Do you understand what I'm coming? So Corner verse 14 and 17, when he said faith comes by hearing, he's talking about faith comes or believing that will result in your salvation comes by hearing and hearing God's word. So this is what happened to the man as Lystra. Paul was speaking, this man was hearing. As you are hearing this, something is happening to you. I said, something is happening to you. Some of you, you know, but you know already that you can't remain sick. Am I speaking the truth? Just by what you are hearing, you know you can't be sick. Somebody is listening to us right now online, live, and knows that by next year, you're going to have your baby. Because you know that it's too late now not to have a baby. It's too late. Why? Because of what you are hearing. Bible says that Paul was speaking, and this man, Acts chapter 14, verse 9, this man hearing Paul speak, and then Paul observing him intently, and seeing that he, this is what moved me, Pastor. He, he had 
faith to be healed. Not that he was going to have it. He had it when he was listening. But I'm sure he didn't know or something. He had faith to be Paul noticed that. Paul noticed that here. I'm telling you, as I'm preaching, I can tell. Someone has faith to buy a house. Someone has got faith to win a soul. Someone has got faith to walk in healing. Someone has got faith to receive your marriage. Someone has got faith for a baby. Someone has got faith for a new job. Shout yes! I believe Paul saw something. He watched, look at the man intently. Observing the man that the man had faith to be healed. He had to take the gear to another level. And the man, Paul said, shouted, get up and walk. Verse, the next verse, quickly, verse 10. This is verse 10. Verse 10. Said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped. Someone who had never walked. From his mother. He didn't go for lessons. Faith. <laughs> physiotherapy. And he had not gone for that. Normally you should go for physiotherapy. And then he, but Bible said he leaped. And started walking. Because what? When the guy was hearing the word, something has built in him. The word. The word of his power. 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 Shout hallelujah. As he was hearing the word, faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing. The thing has come to a ripe level. Fool and Paul said, I need to have this help this guy because he doesn't know that he's ready to walk. I need to help this guy. And Paul said, Brother, get the rise up and walk. Leaping, jumping, and walking. Why? Because he heard the word being preached. What was the point? What, what, what brought the miracle is the word he heard. I told you, watch this. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Watch this. I told you. I told you when God speaks. God makes by speaking. So when he speaks, it's already done. So the man's healing was already there. Paul just told him, get up and see it's there. Because it was already there. Now he had to add action to his faith to endorse the miracle. He had to add, add action. So Paul said, okay, I'm going to trigger an action. Get up. Paul didn't claim the miracle. He knew that the man had faith to be healed. I see someone has faith to be healed. Someone has faith to be changed. Someone has faith to move to another level. Someone has faith to stop satanic harassment. Someone has faith to change your level. Someone has faith to change your address. Someone has faith to change your status from a single of, of, to a married man, from a spinster to a married woman. Someone has faith from a childless woman to a, a mother of many children. Someone has faith to change your story. I see that happening to someone in the name of Jesus Christ. I see that happening for someone in the name of Jesus Christ. Now I command you, rise up and walk. I command you, take the step of faith. I command you, take the step of faith. Take your step of faith. Right from now, your miracle has been released. Your miracle has been delivered. Your miracle has been released. Your miracle has been delivered. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I speak over your life and release of the miracle. And release of the miracle. And release of your miracle. And release of your miracle. Now. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Something has changed in the building. Something has changed. It's, it's according to your faith. According to your faith. Not my faith. Your faith. Your faith. 
Your faith is ripe. Something has happened. Your faith is ripe. A miracle has happened. Why don't you lift up your hands and begin to pray and endorse what has happened. And pray right now. Say, God, I am declaring. I am blessed. I am declaring. I am healed. I am declaring. I'm having my children. I'm having my baby. I'm declaring. I'm having my baby. I am declaring. I'm having my money. I'm declaring. I'm having my liberty. I am declaring. Speak over your life. Your children are blessed. Your husband is blessed. Your wife is blessed. Your children are Your marriage is blessed. Your family is blessed. Your income is blessed. Your relationships are blessed. Somebody pray and connect yourself. Pray and release your faith. When you pray a prayer of faith, heaven will honor it. When you pray a prayer of faith, heaven will answer it. When you pray a prayer of faith, heaven will release it. In the name of Jesus, someone is receiving it. Someone is receiving it. Someone is receiving it. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.